DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back, everybody, to episode nine of Clutch Talk, the basketball podcast. Hey, man, so check this out. I had a real special episode planned out for y'all. I had a real special guest that was going to come in, and we was going to do the whole nine. But you know what? It just didn't fall through because it's all corona stuff, but we're not going to let that stop us. I still am bringing y'all a banger, a banger of an episode, but this one is by my lonely to the necklace. But anyway, man, let's get into this, man. On today's episode, we got full playoff predictions. And I'm taking it as the current standings right now, as if the NBA is just going to jump into the playoffs, which I think that's what they're going to do whenever they do decide to resume. So come on, Adam Silver. We need something. Us basketball junkies need to watch something. Come on, Adam. Come on, man. But anyway, man, let's go Let's go ahead and jump into this. We're going to start with the West first. First round in the West. We got the number one seed, Los Angeles Lakers, versus the number eight seed, Memphis Grizzlies. That's Lakers in four. Sweep. Bring the brooms out. It ain't much about that. But I do like Memphis. They are a good team, but they're just insanely young and not against Bron and AD. There's, li- there's levels to this. Come on, Ja. Next, we got the number four seed, Utah Jazz, versus the number five seed, Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, check this out, y'all. If Mr. Coronavirus himself, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, can play, then it's Jazz in five. Because those, those are the best two players on the Jazz. If they can't play, for whatever reason, they ain't recover or whatever, the Jazz tripping, the NBA tripping, I don't know. But if they can't play, then it's Thunder in seven. Because the Thunder have have something that no other team in the entire West or East has. And they have this uh, underdog mentality that it doesn't, like, they weren't even supposed to be there. They, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs. So whatever they're doing from here on forth is a plus. It's positive. So they got nothing to lose. They're going to go out. Chris Paul going to go out there hooping. Shay going to go out there hooping. Steven Adams going to go out there hooping. And Danilo Gallinari. And they might, take a, they might take a series if Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert can't play. So we're gonna we're gonna see about that one. That's gonna be an interesting series for sure to watch. We just gotta see what um Mrs. Mr. Coronavirus gonna do. The next next one we got the number three seed, Denver Nuggets versus the number six seed, Houston Rockets. Rockets in seven. It's an upset, y'all. It's an upset, y'all. I got the Rockets in seven. Check this out though. Look, 
So in the season series between the Rockets and the Nuggets, the Rockets won two of the last three. The game that the Rockets lost, Jeremy Grant went off for 25, and Michael Porter Jr. went off for 20. That's not going to keep happening every time, and that's no disrespect to Michael Porter Jr. or Jeremy Grant. Those are they're good players, but you can't bet on that happening every single time. And much like the Bucks, I don't really see Denver as a scary playoff team. They're a great regular season team, but tell me the last time you saw Denver or Milwaukee extremely dominant in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're great regular season teams, but I just don't see them having that it factor and them being scary enough in the postseason. While the Rockets have players who are scary enough in the postseason, you know James gonna show up in the postseason. You know Russ gonna show up in the postseason. And now that they, and now that they, since the trade and they traded away Clint to the to the Hawks, they've been clicking and playing better than they have all season and all other seasons that they played with Clint. Even though I didn't even think that trade was gonna go. If you actually go back to uh, the last two podcasts, I mentioned that I didn't think that this that this was gonna work. That the small ball, this extremely small ball, is gonna work. And I do think that they're gonna have a rough time in the playoffs, but not against not against Denver. Uh, they're gonna have a they're gonna take it to seven because Denver they're not full of scrubs. But I don't think that James and Russ are gonna accept a first round bounce. So. I got upset. Moving on to the next one, I got the number two seed, Los Angeles Clippers versus the number seven seed, Mavs. Ooh, man, this one was hard. I'm not going to lie to you. But I got I got Clippers in six. I got Clippers in six because I'm not going to – I can't disrespect Kawhi. I can't disrespect PG. I can't disrespect Doc. I can't disrespect that whole team. You know what I'm saying? But I also can't disrespect who – is my favorite to win the MVP, Luka Doncic. I can't disrespect Kristaps. And them playing together, and now this whole suspended season, Luka's actually going to have time to recover from his thumb injury and his wrist injury that he's been playing through. And you can see it's affecting his game. But I do have clips in uh, Clippers in six. Moving on to the West second round. I got the Lakers versus the Jazz. Bring out the brooms, bring out the brooms. That's Lakers in four. Especially, especially if two Mr. Coronas, Donovan and Rudy, can't play. And even if they can play, still bring the brooms. They not on Brown and AD level and that whole Lakers squad level. Moving on to the next one. I got the Rockets versus the Clippers. This one, I got Clippers in six. So, in a season series between the Clippers and the Rockets, they tied. 2-2. So what I think the winning factor for this series is going to be, is going to be the role players. Because both teams have their two superstars, when Russ and James and Kawhi and PG, even though PG always just disappears in the playoff, <laughs> we're going to leave that for a whole nother topic. So, like, for example, like, the, the most recent game that they had, the Clippers and the Rockets had, the Clippers scoring was spread out. Kawhi had 25. Morris had 11, Zubak had 17, PG had 13, Michael Green had 11, Montrez had, had 19, Lou had 10. Compared to the Rockets where the bulk of their scoring, if not almost all of their scoring, comes from ISOs from Russ or James. And while that may work in a regular season, I don't think that against a title contending team like the Clippers, that that would work. Especially on the Clippers, like that's a great defensive team. 
you going to ISO on Kawhi? You going to ISO on PG? You going to ISO on, on Pat Bev? Those are all great defensive players. So I just don't think this whole ISO ball against the Clippers is going to work. Moving on to the West third round, I got the Lakers versus the Clippers. This Lakers in seven. Now, let, let, now I know I know some people are going to start tripping. Most of the Lakers haters are going to start tripping. But l- let, me, let me talk. What other team in the entire league besides the Lakers have two players who can play one through five? I'll give y'all a second to think about that. Go ahead. I'll give y'all a little some time. Exactly, because there ain't no other team in the league that got two players like Bron and AD that could play one through five. LeBron and AD duo in a seven-game series is insanely scary. Mind you, LeBron is LeBron. I don't want to hear no washed-up king. I don't want to hear none of that. Because he put all that to rest this season, being the number one seed, averaging 25.7 points per game, and ten assist, leading the league in assists with 10.5 at 35 years old. I don't want to hear no LeBron and AD slander. AD brings a... All NBA defense. AD also can take over the offense. And with with LeBron finally having a player like AD who he could throw lobs to, who can take over the offense, LeBron could finally focus on being that being that fast first player who can also score. Because everyone, everyone in the league, and not even in the league, and just us basketball junkies know that LeBron's IQ is out of this world. So you put LeBron in a position where he can just focus on facilitating and being that playmaker and have AD in that, in that slot of scoring and you still have LeBron and all these role players, there's no team in the league. There's no team in the league that's touching that. Mind you, the Clippers have had, their starting lineup has not that much chemistry. They've only played 10 games together, the starting lineup so far, compared to the Lakers starting lineup that's played 33 games together this this year. Although, the one thing I do got for the Clippers and against the Lakers is that the Clippers made a lot more trades, a lot more signings, and they're building your team around being the Lakers, you know, and, and which is which is what they should be. You know, you got to look up to the best team in the league and you got to try to take them down. You know, they've, they've signed players and now they have they have four players on that team to guard Brown. They got Kawhi, they got PG, they got Trez, they got um, Marcus Morris. So that is one thing that the Lakers lacked in is making all these signings and and everything. I know that I know they got Marcus Markeith Morris, but I think that the Lakers should have been way more active, like the Clippers, to keep their roster going. But you know what? They're the number one seed. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Moving on to the East, we going to the East Coast, baby. First round in the East, we got the number one seed Bucks versus the number eight seed Orlando Magic. Bring the brooms out, baby. Bring the brooms out, baby. That's Bucks and four. Moving on to the next one, we got the number four seed Miami Heat versus the number five seed Indiana Pacers. I got the Heat in six. Finally, finally, we could see Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren play because they went at it, and then Adam Silver wanted to suspend the league, and they didn't get to play, because they were supposed to play in March, I was so excited to watch that game, man, so if if they could play, this is gonna be the series to watch, everybody, and I got, and I got the Heat in six, because Malcolm Brogdon went out with his quad, 
Jeremy Lin is went out with his knee. If they can heal because of this whole coronavirus and all that, that's a totally that's a totally different series. But if not, I don't see the I don't see the the, the injured Pacers with with Sabonis, Miles Turner, Victor Oladipo, who just came back from an injury, beating the Heat that have so many weapons. Like the, the the thing about the Heat is that it's a very hard team to game plan because you just never know who's gonna attack you. Whether it's gonna be Jimmy, whether it's gonna be Bam, whether it's gonna be None, whether it's gonna be Hero, Duncan, Jay Crowder. You got. I mean, Jay Crowder not gonna come and give you a forty piece, but Jay Crowder gonna come and give you some defensive stops, and so is Andre. So that team is just scary because you got weapons that come from all over, whether it's scoring, whether it's defense, when no matter what it is. Moving on to the next one, we got the number three seed Boston Celtics versus the number six seed 76ers. That's Celtics in five because even if the 76ers were healthy, they don't even work. You can't be in the – I've said this on, on uh, maybe almost every episode. You can't be a guard in the league right now in this time and not have a jumper, Ben Simmons. You just can't do that. And Joel Embiid is lazy, lazy. With a body like that, he should be as dominant as Shaq. But he is lazy and would rather be on Twitter and messing with the Kardashians and all that. And Ben Simmons too. Ben Simmons too. So the, even if the even if the 76ers were healthy, I don't think they could take it from the Celtics. Moving on to the next one, we got the number two seed Raptors versus the number seven seed Nets. I got Raptors in six if KD don't come back because when I, we know we we know how dominant the Nets are going to be when KD, Kyrie, and the whole team is back. But without without KD, Kyrie, and that whole team. The Raptors' defense is insane, and that's going and that's going to take that series. Moving on to the East second round, we got the Bucks first the Heat. I got Bucks in six. Uh, the Heat, I'm telling you, the Heat are a scary team and the hardest team to game plan because the Heat got so many weapons. You don't know who's going to kill you on that certain day. The Heat got to live like when they play the Bucks. If the Heat play the Bucks. They gotta live and die by the three, cause the Heat shoot thirty eight thirty eight point three percent from three, but it's not like the Bucks are terrible shooters. They they're not on the uh, they're not on the level of the Heat. Uh, they're not on the same level of the Heat as shooting threes. The um the Bucks shoot the Bucks as a team are shooting thirty five percent from three. They can have a couple of games where the Bucks the where the Bucks would be hitting. I know when the, when the Bucks played against the Lakers. They were hitting every almost every single three. We got we had Giannis coming down court, full court, boom, popping him. Can't do nothing about those. You know, th- those are just the days that God just wanted you to win. You know, but the reason why I got Bucks in six is because yes, the Heat can shoot better than them. Yes, the Heat are gonna have to live and die by the three. The Bucks still can shoot a little bit and have Giannis on Tetacumpo. Moving on to the next one. We got Celtics versus Raptors, and I got an upset coming with Celtics in six because the Raptors are the number two seed compared to the Celtics' number three seed. But that series, Spicy P and Jason Tatum are going to go at it. That is a series you got to be tuned in for every single game because that's going to be unlimited buckets on both ends. But the Raptors don't have an answer for Kemba. And especially with the way 
the Celtics are clicking right now. I mean, we're we going to see. We're going to see all this momentum if they're going to be able to keep it up because Jason Tatum put 41 on the Lakers. And I promise you, if he puts 41 on an insanely good defensive team like the Lakers who lead the league in blocks, I promise you he's going to put that same 41, if not more, on the Raptors and put them out. And again, the Raptors have no answer for Kemba. Moving on to the East third round, I got the Bucks versus Celtics. Upset alert. I know my Bucks fans are going to be sick at this. But you know what? I got Celtics in seven. Oh, my God. If there wasn't this break, I would have said Celtics in six because of how efficient Jason Tatum's been scoring and how efficient that entire Celtics team has been playing. Ever since Jason Tatum got selected to the All-Star game, he's been playing, like, out of his mind. But let me tell you why I got the Celtics in seven instead of instead of the Bucks. Because the Bucks shoot 73% from the line compared to the Celtics 82% from the line. In the playoffs, free throws matter so much because there's not that many scrubs out there no more. There's not that many weak teams. So everyone going to be able to hoop. Everyone going to be able to go. So when you're at the free throw line, you got to knock those down. And if you're shooting 73% compared to a team that's shooting 82, it might be looking greasy for you. They, and they split the season series when they play, so it's not like one team is way more dominant than the other. Moving on to the finals, the one everybody been waiting for. Oh, my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. Everybody just calm down! We got the Lakers versus the Celtics, a classic rivalry. The two teams who were... In the, who were in the finals almost every year in the 2000s, Celtics-Lakers, Celtics-Lakers. And we back, baby, and we live. And I'm happy we back, and I'm happy we live with these two classic and great franchises in the finals. And you know who I got? I got Lakers in six. They split the season series. The game that the Lakers lost, AD had nine points, LeBron had 15 Hey, I'm not going to tell you what to do in your life, but I will tell you this. Don't bet on AD getting nine points again. Don't bet on LeBron only getting 15 points again. That's not going to keep happening. That's not a very smart bet for you to put your money into. The game that the Lakers won, AD had 32 and LeBron had 29. Both games, Tatum did the bulk of the scoring for the Celtics. It's a one-player offense against the Lakers. And it's way easier to game, game plan against that. And I don't see anybody on that team stopping LeBron or AD. And the Celtics are not nearly as deep as the Lakers and not nearly as well coached. If Frank Fogo, I know he's not going to get coach of the year. But if he should get coach of the year, he should get coach of the year. But, man, there you have it, man. That's my full playoff predictions. I ran through both the West and the East, man. I appreciate everybody tuning in. I appreciate all the love, man. And we're going to keep going up from here, man. So thank you very, very much. And uh, Clutch Talk out. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody.
basketball tales so strange you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.